Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. It's your host, Will and Steve, and we're back for another one of The Shadow Rising. Another one. Oh. Another one. Yes. Another 54th one. We are right at the end of this book. <laughs> we're getting so close, man. I can see the finish line. We're crawling there, but we're getting there, man. It's going to happen. It's been... One week since you looked at me. <laughs> it's been like close to a year we've been reading this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we made we made a solemn vow to ourselves never to take this long on a season ever again, which is why we're jumping right into Dune Messiah as soon as we're done here. And we're not going to stop because we're in it. Never! Right. <laughs> we'll never stop. <laughs> Got to do something. We got to do something. We got to do something, and we're always going to keep doing it. Eventually, we'll just become famous through attrition. We will just wear down the internet landscape until we, I'm hoping they, for. <laughs> until they just Put give us money to off. go away. <laughs> yeah, out of here. But we're not going anywhere. Today, we're here to talk about Chapter 54 of The Shadow Rising into the Palace. It's heist day, Steve. It's time to get Ocean's Elevens on this. It's time to get Italian Job. Get me the Mini Coopers. Get me Jason Statham from the 2005 get me remake. people who can eat metal. This is Mistborn. This is copyright <laughs> infringement. <laughs> but this came out before Mistborn. Ah! Right? And Bre- and also Brandon Sanderson take- took over this series. So I think... Uh, I think Shut your what? Our... our, our, our Mouth. Bobby Joe, can we call Robert Jordan Bobby Joe? No. Damn. No, he he is a god of sorts. We <laughs> refer to him as God. Bobby Joe <laughs> sounds like a Mick Foley type wrestling character. <laughs> I knew a person when I was younger, and she was named Bobby Joe. It was not very nice when we were kids. Uh, doesn't sound like but a very nice. In but that's a small town name. It does seem like she probably had probably a pretty rough go with it. <laughs> at home. It's not funny. It's not funny, Will. I'm laughing at the awkwardness of this. Where he took it, it was dark, and I appreciate the dark humor. Into the palace. Into the palace, everybody. So, uh, what's interesting about this particular chapter for me is that I feel like, in fact, in fact, I feel like Robert Jordan stole from me uh, one of the oh. one of one of you the D and D games. That we just did like a couple weeks ago. Remember when uh, you were in the stone, this, uh, the stone of tear, and yeah. you were running around and you got locked into a side quest where you were cooking a bunch of food with a Mar- mm-hmm. Mario like character. Wow. This, yeah. ki- this kind of happens. Kind of. It does. We got, yeah. <laughs> we got all the uh, future Aes Sedai ladies and uh, the Sean Chan. Again, uh, they're sneaking into the Panarch's palace and then they get caught. Uh, but they were able to like, you know, they're able to sneak under the cover of deception and lies and, and go right through the kitchen. Wow. Yeah, actually, it's barely, barely even a problem. <laughs> actually, everything goes really smoothly up until they split up where Nynaeve goes, looks for the Ad- Adam and then we got Elaine and uh, Ganon uh, looking for the Panarch. Am- Ameth- I'm going to screw this up, but Amethera? Amethera. That's what I was saying. That's what I was reading. Okay. Amethera. 
Um, and I love this scene with uh, Amethera, especially right at the beginning where they get up to the door and they're like, who the fuck is singing these songs? <laughs> are those the songs where it's like, my, my breasts are round and my hips are too. I can sink any ship or crew. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't cook. I don't clean. So let me show me how I got this ring. <laughs> you know what? I wrote it down. What I just said was off the top of my head, but I actually wrote wrote down the song, and it's my breasts are round and my hips are too. I can flatten a whole ship's crew. I was not far off. No, you're pretty close. That's pretty good. That's pretty but good. then there's another one that that they hear that gets cut off. That's my thighs are as strong as strong as anchor chain. Yeah, which I think this is off. kind of <laughs> I think this is kind of funny that this is the Black Aja form of torture. <laughs> my breasts are round and my hips are too. I can flatten a whole ship's crew. <laughs> Keep singing. Keep singing. <laughs> my thighs are strong as an anchor chain, and I can move things with my brain. And my butt. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of strange, uh, you know, not even undertones of sexuality. I mean, it's just like why start why start the song with my breasts are round and my hips are too. Because let's be real here, the this this series is written by a child in a grown man's body. We don't know. To me, it's <laughs> a god. Sure. <laughs> it, look, sure. the end. We'll cover it over the next few chapters here. But at the end of this book, there is a lot of. There's a lot of sort of you know, women can't do this or women can't do that. But turns out that they can and they do. Yes, he's way ahead of the game. Because even in this chapter, we have. Um, so many, we have more female characters than males, and the males we do have, we have Bale Dolman, right? He's Jack Swagger and all, Jack Sparrow Swagger and all over the place. I love we Bale, got, I love, I love how he's, like, setting up riots in the street, and they've been, like, spending, they've been spending the whole night putting out, like, uh, rumors that the Panarch is dead with Tom and Julian. Like, this is all great stuff. The Panarch is dead! Bale Dolman just paid like a bunch of guys that run around the town just going, The Badog is dead! <laughs> we got Julian, right, with his big cylindrical hat. And we got Tom there too, but all of them are sort of doubting the women constantly, right, Jack? Well, of course. What do you mean? I don't know. I, I just said that. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be careful what you say, man. This is on the internet. Worldwide. I know, web. I know, I know. I know. I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. I apologize. My breasts are round and my hips are too. I can flatten a whole ship crew. But ultimately, <laughs> this all leads to... They're ready for into... that to come up every episode. That, yeah, for, 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 that should be our intro. <laughs> can we put it to like an 808 beat? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Got one of those 808 machines? I have a electric drum kit that has 808. Yeah. So I plug that into a computer. We put a little microphone in front of you. Boom. Add a little reverb. Wait a minute. That's my electric drum. Mm. That's why I don't have an 808 machine. Uh, my hips are round and my breasts are too. I can flatten a whole ship crew. What this all eventually leads up to is the smackdown of the the magic smackdown of this book so far. It sure does, but not not in this chapter, though, right? No, absolutely in this chapter. This is where Nynaeve and Mogadine 
square off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For the for the Adam and Mogadine's just been like hanging around in this palace for a while now, hidden underneath some sort of like disguises, as like just like a serving woman or some. I like to think it was a barrel suit. I think it was a barrel suit. Barrel suit. It's uh, a barrel suit. This is like a suit that's a barrel that your legs and Ah. your arms can come out of the side, but then you can pull them all in when someone comes by, and you you can can just sit there as a barrel. So she's she's been hanging out in there. She's been playing uh, Metal Gear Solid. And she's been just yeah. hiding underneath, like, just or, objects. Uh, donkey Kong. Or Donkey Kong. <laughs> I got all my espionage tips from Super Nintendo. <laughs> PlayStation. PlayStation. A lot of good ones, man. Across all of it, you know, Splinter Cell. You got Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy's taught me a lot of things. That's unfortunate. You shouldn't be putting that out on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Right. After I said it, I had a moment where I just sort of like went blank and I was like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. There's all kinds of things wrong with that. But I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. What you're saying. I've got pro record. I've never read a Tom Clancy, never read a Tom Clancy book in my life. Uh, I'm aware <laughs> of the games. I haven't played them. Look, I'm normally not this transparent. Here it is. I hate them all. I hate those games. <laughs> <laughs> backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Backtrack as much as possible. It's not backtracking because it was initially a lie. So this <laughs> is the truth. Okay. <laughs> but like I said, man, smackdown of the of the uh of the magic <laughs> century. <laughs> is that Stone Cold? Are you doing Stone Cold right now? Shh. I don't want to pay anymore. <laughs> I think we'd be I think we'd be okay. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I look like it's been no secret. I've had wrestling on the brain for a while. So I, everything that I've been like, wa- like everything when it comes to battles inside books or movies, I've been just sitting there just going ah, off the top rope. Oh, my God, you know, he's it. just like doing a Jim Ross impression, just screaming at the top of my lungs. That's going to be so inaudible. What you just said. <laughs> I don't even know what I heard. <laughs> That's my Jim Ross impression. You know. It's all right. Um, it seemed this battle was good. It's smoke beans. It seemed like, like, Mo, like, like what? This whole, like, Mogadine has come and gone so fast. Very underwhelming. Yeah. Um, so while I do like the sort of climax we get here with this storyline, it's just like, all right, well, you know, we're done here. Let's move along because we clearly got some other things to deal with you know we weren't hiding i wasn't hiding that i wasn't a big fan of this sort of storyline um, well the, the other thing that i think is worth mentioning here that is kind of disappointing is that mogadine isn't really necessarily like she's defeated and she's shielded quote unquote from the power but she isn't she isn't like destroyed or anything she disappears well it's like 14 books you know yeah. we got you know like darth maul has robot legs so, like, we'll see Mogadine, you know. We're going to see all the Forsaken who all survived any of the battles uh, by the by the end of the book, by the end of the series. In the last battle, in the very last one, they're all going to show up. Some of them that may have been destroyed already would be back, too. They would have robot legs, even though they yeah. were, like, clearly destroyed. Okay. Maybe, like, four robot arms. There we huh? go. Remember the guy in the first one with the with the mask? Can't remember. Yeah, his name. but he his had, like, name was cool um, 
His name was started with a B. Badass mask man. Blapion. That sounds close. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like he was, he was murked pretty, pretty mercifully or mercilessly. Yeah. So he could be coming back, and now he's just all mask. He's just a floating mask. Oh, floating mask. I like that. And he just chirps the entire time. Because the one thing that's common amongst all the Forsaken, uh, no, like Canadian hockey players. (laughs) If you know, you know. (laughs) I'd be cool with them come back as a giant mask. I don't know. I don't know if these characters are going to come back. Probably. Mogadine probably is going to come back. I wonder if any of the Forsaken are going to turn and help help the good guys by the end. Almost like there's fourteen books. Oh, good question. Good question. Um, it's possible. Just for the like the sake of exploring storytelling, you think it would happen in the next ten books? Yeah, at some point. But wouldn't that make that would make them not necessarily like joint? That would make them like what like Burgett because a lot of the Forsaken are like old Burgett. heroes. Yeah, Brigetta. Um, a lot of these Forsaken are old heroes from the Age of Legends, right? So if they were yeah. turned to evil, they would be like ethereal angel beings that could only be unleashed when Matt sounds the horn. Like Gandalf. Which, yes, yes, like Gandalf. But we already have like 20 Gandalfs. There's like so many Gandalfs. Yeah, there's a lot. The fact that their name, that they are called Forsaken, you know, it does imply that they actually are Forsaken and never come back, which I think forsaken, is the point. Forsaken. So we'll have to just wait and see. We're just going to have to wait and see. Like the rest of the books. It feels Mogadine was shoehorned into this book at the very last second just to add a little extra tension. Like, well, why couldn't I mean. this been? Why couldn't this been Leandrin? You know, if this person's going to get away anyway, why not have Leandrin and Nynaeve square off? And that, then we have like a little bit of, you know, tension well, in there. There's so many books left. There's a lot of story left. You know, there's a lot of Forsaken we got to run through and get out of here. But that is what it's, it's cool that there's this fight is cool, but we don't like there's no weight to it because Mogadine just came out of nowhere. So you can, we know that Forsaken. We know that Forsaken are powerful, but we don't know a lot about Mogadine in general. And just to have a Forsaken show up and it's like, oh shit, it's a powerful Forsaken. Here we go. Yeah. But it feels more like a fight with like a general of an army than, than a big bat. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, like I said, like, okay, here's the thing though. Uh, RJ did not know he was going to be writing like at this point, this is book four. Do you think he was in his head going like, there's going to be 10 more books after this? Oh, I mean, maybe not 10, but at this point he's, he's definitely contracted for a few more for sure. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. That's a good point. Cause obviously he didn't plan for all the books because three of them were written. After he did, after he died. Although I guess he still could have had that plan. The plan was just executed he, yeah. and filled out. Yeah, he had it from. Yeah, from what I understand is that he had a plan for, uh, one more book to finish it off. But when Brando Sando started writing it, he was like, "Oh, this is like three more books at least." Yeah, you know what this needs more heights. Even though we have one <laughs> this chapter, I wrong. 
We just need we need like two or three more. Two or three more heists. Make it really interesting. Um now this is kind of like the climax for this story between Elaine Nynaeve and, and Ganyan and Tom and Julian. Do you feel like this is wrapped up like in a nice bow? Do you like this arc that we've that we've been on with these characters? No, I don't. Not really. This is my least favorite of, of this of this book. It's it's fine. All in all, it's it's fine. But I have to talk about it every day, so it's you know really good or really bad. There's no room yeah. for in between. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And um, and I've read the next chapter as well. And at this point, speaking speaking of that, you know, the next chapter is more of what I want for the for the climax of storyline. Mm, well, I think we should put a pin in it there then. It's a great time to put a pin in it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We have a few more left for y'all. And thank you so much for sticking out through this whole season. You can write into us at chapter at chapter podcast at gmail.com, chapter at chapter podcast on Instagram. And we will see you back here tomorrow for chapter 55 into the D. And it shall come to pass, that what man made shall be shattered, and the shadow shall lie across the pattern of the age, and the dark one shall once more lay his hand upon the world of man. Yet, some shall be born to face the shadow, born once more, as they were born before, and shall be born again. Big Cheese Daddy, Degree for Women, Nakon, Hilda, You are the brave souls who have chosen to fight the darkness. Thank you for supporting our cause. If you would like to join them, head to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter.